All right. Hey, everybody. It is Monday. Welcome back from your weekend, which if it was anything like mine, lasted one nanosecond. And it's already <sighs> Brutal over. weekend for me, yeah. too. Uh, just catching up on sleep after being in four different cities in a week. Uh, and then getting brigaded all weekend because of my moderation on the All In Pod episode 95. I'm going to start a reverse brigade, I think. Reverse brigade. It's a plan. Our favorite startup, Bolt, is back in the news this time for canceling a $1.5 billion deal to acquire crypto payments startup Wire Crypto Payments. Still not ready. Still all right, not ready. And then Ro Roku is integrating TikTok-style promotions into the platform. We punch up their idea and talk about my favorite TikTok account, Chef's Reactions. He's coming around, just saying. And then we have uh, a couple We Live in the Future segments for you. One amazing, one, again, mm. maybe need some punch-ups. A couple edits right. on that It's one. gonna be a great show. Stick with us. This Week in Startups is brought to you by BetterHelp provides access to easy, affordable, and private professional counseling anytime, anywhere. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash twist. Liquid IV. Making hydration a priority will help you feel better on a day-to-day -day basis. Get 15% off Liquid IV by using promo code twist. And open phone. As a startup founder, a lot of mistakes are easy to roll back but using your personal cell phone number as your company number isn't one of them. Open Phone makes it easy to get business phone numbers for you and your team right on top of your existing devices. Visit openphone.com twist to get 20% off your first six months. Hey everybody, it's Monday. I have no tolerance for any bullshit today. Bleep that Monday. out. I got a BS in the first five seconds. Molly, how was your weekend? Please it's tell not me even it's Monday. No, this weekend's stupid. And this weekend <sighs> barely didn't even happen because there was like a week's worth of chores all backed up because of the heat wave. And then guess what happened on Saturday morning? Power outage, three hours, boom. Don't Welcome even get California. me started. I, Don't I was looking at houses. I spent, you know, <laughs> so I spent the weekend doing <laughs> my wife and I in bed, iPad. We, we weren't Netflixing and chilling. Yeah. Nope. We're yeah. looking at Redfin, houses in Austin. <laughs> That's what we're doing. You know how do we get out of this hell? You know where I was looking? <laughs> Zillow, Maine. I'm all That's about it, Maine. Perfect. Maine I'm down is with that. where my pumpkin spice house is gonna happen. I mean, that would put the show at 1 p.m. for you. I mean, how great is that right? gonna be like, for that's energy? That's freaking delightful. And then I, if I'm in Austin, that's two hours. Nick and Rachel, they are so happy right now. They're like, one hour closer to Eastern time zone? Two hours closer to Eastern time zone. Let's go. <laughs> we get our dinners back. Dinner's back. There it is. Yep. Rachel's like, oh, here's, here's the here's, She sent me the fall main look. Yes, it's happening. Knee highs. Knee highs. Just I love it. knee highs. I, I love a good cashmere. Like I still, I think I still like it here and I think I still want to stay, but I just need my pumpkin spice house from Labor Day to Thanksgiving. I had. Just to I, ride out the fall, the worst season. I just want to say, I'm having apologies due. I've told people before pumpkin spice is garbage and i just this whole pumpkin spice latte thing too much for me blah 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 blah. i've never been into pumpkin yeah i went to the cafe x at safo and they had an iced pumpkin chai which Ooh, i'm a fan of yeah pumpkin chai. chai is delicious you put a little pumpkin in a chai yeah. that's delightful right there yeah. i mean just mm -hmm. enough little cinnamon cinnamony mm. Mm. it is delicious a pumpkin I, spice latte is way too much it's too much. Like, it's just, like, too sugary and gross. You can ask That's them for, like, one pump. But I just hold, I don't do that anymore. I hold out for that. But I used to be such a big PSL fan that Starbucks actually sent me a box of fancy swag for the 10-year anniversary of the PSL. Like, a collector, like, a really, like, a bedazzled. Uh, yeah, hashtag PSL, pumpkin spice latte. There's Hello. an acronym. You literally, there's it, an acronym. for You yeah. guys say pumpkin spice latte so much, you need to shorten it. PSL. PSL. Okay. And they sent me like, oh, they me like a bedazzled, <laughs> like a, what's the, a Swarovski PSL mug. What is SZN? Mug. I don't know, PSL, SZN. What? I don't know Stop what that is. Stop speaking millennial. I don't speak millennial. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Season. Thank you, oh, Thank you for the show. I'm not going to lie, because Monday has started out train wreck. Train wreck Monday. This show puts it all back together. We're going to try to already feel better. This is my weekend. Brigaded, big time. Uh, I got yeah. I, this. Is the worst brigading I've gotten in a long time. I think really? not since I made Bloomberg my <laughs> avatar. Have I been brigaded this bad? And the Bloomberg thing tweaked everybody because Democrats were like, "How are you not for Biden?" MAGA people were like, "How are you for this guy, Jewish guy in New York who's short and." 
guys, please. Can I can I pick a candidate? Is that so crazy? Can I live? Can I live a little? I want to pick a billionaire and no. tech leader for president. It's on brand. How do yeah. how would I how would you expect me to pick anybody? I else? would have seen that coming. I'm just saying. Yeah, that, come that, on, guys. Yeah, that one you see coming a mile away. So I had to literally put my Twitter on only people I follow because it's it's gotten crazy now and it's always the same group. They're MAGA people. Like I I hit their likes. This is like my my two step process. Look at their profile. Okay, was this created in the last 24 months? Look at their likes. Are they liking Pepe the Frog? And like, uh, okay, mm-hmm. Brandon. Okay, great. I know what I'm dealing with. <laughs> and so I just put them on my little list and I just, you know, take a little screenshot. I put it in my folder. I'm like, okay, here's the maniacs. Just keeping track. But I, I mean, I'm getting savage because apparently I spoke, I moderated too much last episode of All In and I am getting just, it's, it's a little crazy. Like, I don't want to say scary, but it's, it's tipping over into it like, hey get, guys, calm it down. It will get scary. Yeah, it, like all caps, you're gonna punch yep. me in the face. Like, I get that you're saying like, somebody needs to punch Jake Al in the face. It's like, uh, you don't mean it literally, but somebody might interpret it literally. So just don't, you can criticize me all you want with intelligent critique. If, you, if you're like, hey, you interrupted too much, just put a timestamp on it. Hey, you could have not interrupted at this moment. Let the person speak. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but, but don't threaten not- to punch me in the face. Even if it's a joke, it's not cool because like literally, I, I literally had a guy put me in a headlock at South by Southwest one year. Like that was kind of scary. The guy was a fan too. It was just a little, he was drunk, I yeah. know, but he was clearly drunk. But literally I had a guy jump on me at um, Dignation in the VIP room. I know you told that story. Put me but in a headlock. Here's the thing. And I hear, like, I'm like wrestling, I'm MMA fighting. Being, and, this is yeah. not about being even remotely rational and they're never going to. This is literally about brigading. It is a, it is fundamentally, and it it is like, it is our culture now. And you see it in politics, like this idea that like, if you, if, if I don't share your opinion, you should cease to exist. Like fully. It's this sense of entitlement. Huh. Meanwhile, Nick is over here making pumpkin spice latte memes with me and Rachel and Jake House head on him in Maine. We're going. Show We're that. We're getting a house Show in Maine. That. This house is Maine. beautiful. It's beautiful. I love, I love it's to go upstate. I love anyway, to go upstate. Anyway, it's a fully terroristic society and it's fully enabled by Twitter. And this is why we have to go to Maine <laughs> and get... Knee-high I just have to say, your two boots. headshots make it look like your sisters <laughs> or something. It's actually kind of true. It's like big sister, Aww, little sister. It and is. It looks like we're all siblings. <laughs> or maybe I'm dad. <laughs> I'd be the dad in this photo. You guys look so I young. might be dad. <laughs> I looks like I'm dad with my daughters, like oh, taking them to college. I cannot wait for this. I cannot I, wait. Uh, I can't wait for look our at the boots spice. too. The boots are the, the boots the is perfect. Of that photo. I'm going to create a reverse brigade. I want to have a reverse brigade. Because I have fans, too. Everyone I thinks think. it's a reverse brigade, but it's still a brigade. <laughs> well, I, but I, where's my brigade? I have an army. I want my army to go into episode 95. And I want you to just write what a delightful moderator I am. But I want you to, the code word is delightful. Delightful. I want you to say delightful somewhere in there so we know that it's part of the brigade. So just, you know, oh, what a delightful episode. And the moderation was, was so deft and delightful. Just put a little delightful in there for us. And, just go in there and counter the uh, <laughs> the vitriol. But I'm gonna get. How do you? You they, I think they do it in Signal. I'm told, like Signal and Slack rooms, or That's I'm sorry, they Discord rooms. Organize it. Yeah. So my understanding is like they're like attack this guy, and they just put the thing because I can tell because it's like I'll have ten tweets, and then and one of them the all of a sudden thing. gets fifty replies, and I'm like, wait a second, why that one? There's like three more that are a little more, you know, anti-Trump than that one. Yeah. So that's. Like the strategy is like, just go after this guy in this particular, it's like a sniper shot, right? Maybe you've just made it. I guess so. Yeah. This Maybe is I what, should just not Unfortunately, this is what, this is what success and even a modicum of controversy uh, brings in American culture today because it's totally terroristic. I had this conversation with like, you know, one Maybe. of the Commonwealth Club folks ah. and was, and I don't remember what it was about. Oh, and I was like, there are just hard truths that we're going to have to say about climate. You and I have had this conversation on the show, right? Yeah. Which is like, hey, guys, we're not going to solve racism before we address climate change. And it can't be a blocker, right? It cannot be the reason. Like, equity cannot That's be a- the reason that we move forward on climate mitigation issues. I appreciate you taking that stance and vocalizing it. It's a, de- I mean, it's, it's a, it's the completely right stance, by the way. Obviously. Thank you. Obviously. It's but, obviously the right stance. However, yep. in our society today... For you to say something like that is to put yourself at peril for people to say, well, Molly's a racist. Exactly. Why are you so racist, Molly? It's like, did you not watch Molly for the last 20 f- years? Sorry for the second one. I'm sorry, guys. 
It's the last 20 years. Fight for social justice. Yeah. To the point of like, you think she works at a social justice. Right. And they're just like, oh, I can knee jerk Molly's reaction. I'm like, you know what? I may be a Bay Area liberal, but I grew up in a red state. Like the believe me when you when I tell you, you don't always know what you're going to get here. And this is one of those cases. But so this guy was like, I mean, yeah, but wow, just like you're saying, oh, it's hard to say that, right, without getting yelled at. And I was like, yeah, because we live in a completely terroristic society at this point with respect to speech, no matter what it is. And I'm not a free speech absolutist either, but it's true that we are we're like curtailing our media, the things that we say, our politics, who runs for people will not run for office because it's just like considered a normal part of discourse to get a bunch of death threats. For it's like crazy. the thing that you like, said. And it's just like, it's what social media has wrought. It, once we let Gamergate not be a big deal, that was it. Then it was like, great, here's the playbook. Let's go. It, it really has become a playbook. And it's like, is it so controversial that like two friends, Sax and I, like Sax has like a position that is like, we should appease Putin and like end this war and give him what he wants. And we shouldn't like be as uh, aggressive towards him and put NATO at his doorstep. You know, Sachs's kind of position is pretty clear on this. He's kind of actually a dove, like, which you'd think he would be more hawkish because most Republicans are hawkish about Putin and want to, like, start a war, and he's dovish. So it's like, well, how do you reconcile that position? He's kind of dovish. And then I'm like, we should hold the line with Putin and all dictators. The West Mm -hmm. should be a united front. So I'm a hawk. But people are upset at me for being hawkish, which is, I think, the Republican position. Yeah, they're just upset at you for disagreeing with Sachs. But I think they're just upset that we disagree. It's okay for the two of us to disagree because we agree on everything else. Like, it's okay. And by the way, in terms of strategy, the purple pill strategy is quite effective. And the purple pill strategy works for both sides. You just purple pilled yourself on free speech. You're like, I'm not Mm -hmm. an absolutist, but I am concerned about how we're shaping speech right now with threats. No, I'm concerned that we're allowing... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this compl- that that we just basically decided i'm concerned that because of decades of you know or at least a solid decade of totally hands off moderation like allow all the harassment you want right. that now that horse has left the barn like there's no putting that back in but we have to have a frank acknowledgement that that is now our standard discourse and political interaction is to basically try to shout someone out of existence Yep. And if we don't face up to that and be honest about it, like on both. So this guy is like, so you think there's something to the right saying that, you know, people don't get. And I was like, come on. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, you. Re- yes, dumb, dumb. And also the left, like it's happening on both sides. But are yes. you really going to sit here and pretend that like you don't know as a good Bay Area liberal that there's stuff you don't say because you don't want to get yelled at? Like, give me a break. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- the idea that anybody in San Francisco would outwardly say, I think if somebody breaks into your home, we should arrest them. It's like, right. so you hate poor people. And it's like, what? Right. Well, if the person was rich from robbing 10 houses, and they broke into my house, I would feel the same way. Like, it, it's, it has nothing to do with the person's net worth or yep. their lot in life. You just there's a societal idea that you don't break into somebody's house. And if you do, there's a price to pay for it. So you don't do it again. Yeah, this is not racist. This is Consequences not Consequences matter. Accountability matters. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's the but this is what I'm trying to do on this podcast. And the other one is just, hey, everybody, can we have a conversation from first principles and listen to each other? Just listen to each other. So for the people who are, you know, fans of either either end or pod, maybe just understand like it's just a couple of different people's opinions mm-hmm. and you can have an opinion, too. And we can all state them and listen and work together towards evolving it. And you can disagree without wanting us to go away completely. I mean, you yeah. engaged just, I think, on there was somebody in our Twitter community who was basically just like, I want Molly to go away. I don't like the stuff she says, right? Like, that's just a standard. I remember writing a letter about a commentator I didn't like to a news organization when I was like 23 years old and getting an extremely thoughtful response back. Uh-huh. That was like, you know what, like, thank you for this feedback. I really appreciate it. We think it's really important to surface hmm. uh, all these ideas and that you may not always agree, but like, n- you know, it's not, we don't think it's an option to not publish someone. And I was like, oh, you're totally right. Okay. And I like never, it worked. And I never thought that way again. And yet somehow that lesson has just eluded hmm. American society right now. Cause it's, because it works. We let it work. It's like how the dog thinks when it, they bark at the mailman and the mailman leaves, the dog is like, I win. 
Yeah, right? success. Like, it's like, That's no, he's success. on to the next house. You only get the mailman for 30 seconds a day, buddy. <laughs> but that's what we think. Like people on Twitter are just like, it works. I got an apology. I got the new, I got a recut. Of the, I got the Zack Snyder recut. Keep I, it going. I, you know what? I think I figured out a really unintended hack on Twitter, which is I am now following 500 people a day um, who like my tweets. I just pull up the like on a tweet and I just follow everybody. If they liked it, they're probably a good person. It's my thesis. Then only people I follow can comment on my stuff. And then I say to people, if you quote retweet me, I'll see it. And if it's intelligent and thoughtful, I will follow you back. So now people are like, oh, if I want to get a JCal follow, all I got to do is say something intelligent and they follows me back. And by the way, what does that do? It's actually a growth hack. Right. Because they're quote tweeting me to their followers. Totally. <laughs> and they're saying something intelligent about me because I've instructed them to do so. Yep. So now I've instructed people to say something intelligent about something intelligent I've said. So instead I chef of... chef kiss my own move. <laughs> right? So maybe instead of appeasing the dictators and terrorists on Twitter by yeah. apologizing every time they yell at us or changing yeah. our behavior or whatever, we can do positive provocations Yes. and find an off-ramp. That's my off-ramp. I also think this... I had another idea. Um, if ever Twitter changes management for some reason, not that I can talk about anything in that spectrum, don't but if there was me, somebody else don't running Don't get me started on which direction it's going to go if that happens. Well, anyway, here, no, I think actually here's the idea. Your first Twitter account with your phone number and email is free. Your next Twitter account, you know, if you use the same phone number, um, is a dollar. Yeah. Oh. The, mm -hmm. the third one is $2. The fourth one is $4, 8 16 32 You just double what it costs for each subsequent account. Mm -hmm. You've created maybe 10 accounts in your life, I'm guessing. Different projects, whatever. Two. two. I think two. like okay. two. You created two. Yeah. Okay. If you had okay. to pay a dollar for the second <laughs> one, but it got to use the same phone number. Right. And it was nice and easily organized. And it was like pizza. for work because it would be, it wouldn't just be to yell at people. Yeah, so either it. a dollar to create or a dollar a year or $2 a year, whatever. So then there's no barrier for you to participate. First, first account always free. But every subsequent account, there's a, a an increasing dollar amount. So people mm -hmm. don't create, there's a, there's some friction to uh, creating many accounts. Like right now, <laughs> when I get brigaded, by the MAGA folks, I, I can, they, they're creating a hundred accounts. It could be one person just with 10, a hundred windows open doing it, you know, and they just tab between them. It's, it's not easy to do folks. Uh, but you know, phone numbers have a cost. It's hard to create another phone number. I mean, it's not impossible, but there is friction. It's there. not impossible, but there's some friction. Any what is friction? the friction to have a second phone number? Is it five not bucks? What's the cheapest right, you could get a second Google Fi. Is that but you still bucks? have to pay for it. You still have to pay for it, right? So it's like five or 10 bucks. Yeah. That's a lot of friction a month. Like you're not going to create a hundred accounts and spend a thousand a month or 500 a month on those phone numbers. So yeah. that's where it like, I don't know. Can you get burner phone numbers for free? Is that, a, is that a thing on the internet? I don't think so. You could do it as a free trial. There's a, there's a Google uh, Fi has like a 30 day free trial. So you could probably like okay, go crazy the credit on that. Card, it's still a lot of work. So but I it's think, still a credit card. Yeah, exactly. It's still, I think the phone number solves the whole thing. I think, I mean, friction is the key here for yeah, sure. Some yeah. friction. Love it. Well, let's get to the news. Enough All right, let's talk some tech news. There's a ton of crazy I feel better though. Thanks. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. The startup grind can be overwhelming. And a bunch of people in the startup world are dealing with burnout. How do you deal with it? How do you deal with the pressure? How do you deal with the burnout? How do you deal with seven podcast episodes a week? I got to tell you, there's a very simple way to do that. Exercise is great. You know me, I'm mountain biking. And sometimes I play poker, clear my head, hang out with my besties. But therapy is a great outlet. You deserve it. Take a moment. Have somebody listen to what you're going through privately in a safe space. It'll make a huge difference for you. That's where BetterHelp comes in. BetterHelp is online therapy made for the digital world. They offer video, they offer phone, and they even do chat-only sessions with a live therapist. So you don't have to see anybody on camera if you don't want to, if you're shy, or if you're just, maybe it's your first time, you, you got some concerns about it. But I say, you know, give it a shot. You should go do this for yourself. You deserve it. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, of course, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Nobody needs to know. You got your privacy. Twist listeners will get an extra 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash twist. That's betterhelp.com slash twist. 
you get 10% off. There is no shame in asking for help. And if you're running a company and it's been this hard and you've been under stress, just take care of yourself, okay? Betterhelp.com slash twist. Our formerly favorite newsmaker before Adam Newman and the Fire Festival guys back. <laughs> Talk about that soon. <laughs> the trifecta. <laughs> Uh, Ryan Breslow is back. He still got me blocked because he says I abuse founders. And right. by abuse founders, he means right. I disagreed with him. <laughs> you know. I mean. I disagreed with him about something. <laughs> so I yeah, abuse founders. But okay, Ryan. pretty abusive. Let's do the Bolt. Anyway, story. Ryan. Uh, okay, so Bolt, which Breslow founded but is no longer the CEO of, to be I, fair. Yes. Evidently, I feel like there are two headlines here. One is Bolt was going to acquire a crypto payments company called Wire, mm. W-Y-R-E, a blockchain-based crypto payments company, for $1.5 billion. Mm -hmm. Apparently, they had agreed to do this back in April. I feel like I sort of missed the fact that they were making a billion and a half dollar acquisition. Yeah. But that's okay that I wasn't paying attention to that because it's not happening. They called it off because, huh. woo, maybe they don't have a billion and a half dollars anymore. Well, it could have been a stock deal, you know, if the company was because they were valued at over 10 billion at some point. So maybe they were going to give like maybe yeah. 50 million in cash and then 1.45 billion in. Um, yeah. Yeah. Stock. Either way, it's off the merger. It would have been the largest ever in the crypto space, not including SPACs, which are technically, technically mergers. mergers, right? This, yeah, But that's like their financial mergers. They don't really count as mergers, not two products coming together. It's a right. It's a like bank a kind account of a, with money yeah. in it. So this uh, this has come apart probably because the deal I love oh, I love when Axios goes full like dry humor. The deal may have been overpriced. <laughs> okay. Bolt, of course, uh, was valued at $11 billion by VCs after its last round of funding in January. And then since then, the growth stage and public tech valuations have been crushed. Stripe and Klarna, just as sort of public facing hmm. comps have both seen valuation cuts. Stripe dropped their own value or valuation 28%. Klarna raised at a 30% valuation cut. And the same month, they're private companies, to be clear. It's just the ones, they're the ones that we have some information on. They did that, just so people know, proactively. Proactively, yep. And the reason to do that, we've talked about it before here on the program, is you want to give stock to your employees. If the stock is at a very high valuation, they would be what's called underwater. Underwater means you told them they can have an option to buy a share at $10. But the market is trading those shares at six or $7. So it's like, well, thanks, you gave me a $100 bill, and I have to pay $130 for it. That doesn't make any sense. You just gave me something that loses me money. So the optics become really hard for a company to tell somebody, hey, work for two or three years to get nothing. <laughs> Your $70 share will become worth 100 in three years. So that, that was the reason they did it. Although the press sometimes doesn't understand you know, that that's a smart thing to do for your employees. They just think it's like, oh, you know, let's dunk on the company. It's actually a very savvy thing to do. You want your employees to have low priced stock options. The lower, the better, in fact. In fact, a lot of people take these 409As, which is the private company valuation um, designation. It's called the 409A. The 409A for the common is typically, a little mini VC Sunday School here for you, is typically valued at less than the preferred shares much less because they have to go second in the stack, like we talked about with when we did with our VC Sunday School. Preferred if you missed yesterday's show. If you missed yesterday's show. Go check it out. <clears throat> go check out Sunday VC Sunday School. So that's really the issue here mm. is, uh, you know, you're, you're really trying to make those even lower than the preferred share. So if people are trading the shares for $7, you make the argument, listen, the common shares, they probably will never see the light of day. So they're really worth four. So then your employees, if you do IPO, get the gain between four and if the IPO, pro, IPO price was 20, they get a $16 per share gain. And employees are increasingly becoming savvy on it. The employees who are not savvy on it, first time startup employees, right? People who are savvy on it, second, third time. Are so like, if you were at you. Uber, Google. Yeah, they because the that? last thing Yeah, the last thing you want is a high strike price. You so and it's possible. Sure. And it's interesting, because the noties are kind of suggesting there's one notice suggesting it wasn't so much the valuation, it was maybe about closing conditions that wire couldn't meet. You know, we don't, we don't know. Never the, know. The, the the like pretty easy and obvious narrative here is everything has dropped in terms of valuation. Yeah. And, uh, and bolts, I think did have some layoffs and things like that. And it's so it's very possible that everybody was like, this deal is too rich, and we uh, can do better separately. 
or it fell apart for some arcane business reason that we don't necessarily know. But we do know that at the time that this was announced, uh, Breslow's tweet thread was like, this will be the everything. It will supercharge shoppers, businesses, developers. It'll make like every Bolt retailer and shopper will be able to use cryptocurrency easily and seamlessly. Tens of millions of Bolt users will be able to buy real stuff with crypto. Like really was uh, positioning this as a way to mainstream crypto purchases. Nobody wants to buy with crypto. In a way we still haven't seen. Here's the thing. Yeah. Crypto, uh, everybody who participated in crypto bought tokens, NFTs, ICO, future tokens. Why did they buy those, Molly? Why did they buy these things? <laughs> they bought them as an investment. The end. So, the end. So if you bought them as an investment, if you go to J Trading and I bought shares in Disney, I didn't buy the shares in Disney to go buy a, a pumpkin spice latte, a PSL. I, I wasn't PSLing. I don't want to take my Disney and PSL it, especially not after I saw the uh, Tales of the Jedi trailer this weekend. It was going to be great, especially not after I saw the Little Mermaid trailer. Great. I'm going to buy more Disney because of that Little Mermaid trailer. Mm-hmm. Inclusivity, mm-hmm. representation. You know what that means? That means dollars. You yeah. know what I saw when I saw that? Lurs. I didn't see black, white. I saw green. Yep. You're opening up the aperture so more people can be involved in the Disney family? That's that's more money, people. That's a bye-bye-bye, Jim Cramer. Bye-bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye, Did you see the story? I know this is not in our lineup, but did you see the story today about Bob Chapek saying that ESPN, the reason to keep ESPN in the Disney portfolio is betting and that they're working on a sports betting app? Let's go. I mean, gee, I'm sorry, gee, oh. cursed again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's Fracky genius out. in the bye 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 department, but I was bye, like, bye, oh, bye, that's Disney. very family. I'm going to friendly. Disney, and I listen. I'm going to Disney, and yeah. I'm going to bet three to one odds that Minnie is going to lead the parade down Main Street. They, that's what you're going to do. Go to Disney. They're going to be like, hey, how much do you bet? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. How much do you bet that Kylo Ren is going to lead the Star Wars parade? versus is it going to be the dark that's what you're going to do you're going to go to the the parade and you're going to bet dark side droids or jedi are going to lead the parade and then the parade's going to start and you're going to be like goddamn droids again you got to get your bets in you got to get window. your bets in there's literally a window you're going to see like five-year-old kids ripping up their tickets god damn it droids <laughs> be amazing smoking cigarettes just throwing them down god damn you be like <laughs> turn disney into uh, what's the oh, off oh, otp a bunch of old guys smoke retirees smoking cigarettes <laughs> uh, drinking schlitz and they're gonna be like god damn it drinking c3pl again amazing god damn it for 40 to 1 odds that it was going to be r2d2 i will bet on disney oh my lord i'm gonna bet one sting or like, two sting on disney at disney uh listen you're gonna go to the movies and you're gonna be like you know what i'm betting in doctor strange there's going to be two stingers versus one. That's the big gamble. Every time I go to these movies, my kids run up to me, three daughters, they jump on me. One stinger or two stingers? One stinger or two stingers? Look it up, dad. And I have to look it up. There's websites now. Oh, you mean the post-credit scenes? Post-credit scenes oh, are called stingers. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. So they're yes. like, PCS, PCS, post-credit scenes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, I'm having a PSL. I'm, they want to know if there's a PCS <laughs> or two PCSs. I'm like, everybody calm down. Oh, I, dad's going to look it up. So we went to see Spider-Man again mm-hmm. this weekend. They re-released it. My kids love that Spider-Man mm-hmm. with the three Spider-Mans in it, spoiler mm-hmm. alert, so much. We went to see it again. It's better the second time. That was a good, good, um, that was a, I, you know, I just like Toby. Watched, Toby's um, my guy. I watched Thor on uh, Disney ah. Plus this weekend. Oh, did it come out? That's yeah. Love and Thunder? They just out already? It. Love and Thunder, it's out already, which I appreciate. I don't, th- those windows should be short. <laughs> short window. I'm fine with short windows when I'm in Tahoe and I have the theater. But when I'm home, I don't have a theater. (laughs) I have a long window. Okay, listen. You heard Molly and I talking about this crazy Bay Area heat wave. Maybe you're in France, China, Austin, Florida, SoCal, and you're experiencing this insanity. Well, thankfully, we have Liquid IV to keep you hydrated. It's delicious. It is great for your body. And... It is so affordable and you don't have to waste plastic bottles. I love everything about Liquid IV. I pounded six Liquid IVs this weekend, two or three a day. You know, I've been doing the treadmill. I've been out there. I'm trying to live that active lifestyle. 
And uh, if you've got a crazy schedule, this is a great thing for you to do in the morning. Uh, I've been doing liquid IV in the morning. Just keep my hydration game tight. Liquid IV will hydrate you two times faster than water. Comes in great flavor. Pina Colada, Concord Grape, my favorite, Tropical Punch, and more. I love the grape. Some of our grape flavors is underrated. Go to liquidiv.com and use the promo code TWIST at checkout. That's your best bet. That's your best deal. Liquidiv.com, L-I-Q-U-I-D-I-V.com. And then use the promo code TWIST at checkout. You get 15% off, and it's already super affordable. If you're a Costco person, just go buy it in bulk there. It's available nationwide at Costco. Uh, we actually ordered it from Costco one time. We ordered direct one time. Uh, both great experiences and both great for you. Stay nice and hydrated and be at the top of your game all week long. And when you're uh, on the weekend, yeah, you want to keep it there. I keep it in my bag too. I like to keep it when I'm traveling in my bag. So when I was on the road, boom, I just emptied one of them into a water bottle. I shake it up. Now I got Concord great. Delish. Let's go. Speaking of streaming, let's keep going. Roku has announced Asa. Everybody is just trying to be TikTok out here. Huh. Even Roku, uh, mm. which has announced a software update for its streaming devices and says it will include a feature offering short form TikTok style promotional content from entertainment partners. The feature will be called The Buzz, which I take exception to because the Daily Buzz was, in fact, my CNET.com front page segment that led to the podcast Buzz Out Loud and the video show The Buzz Report. But OK, you do you, Roku. Good idea. And it will let users discover content in a new way. Posts in the buzz can be video clips, images, trailers, interviews, and other content. Okay, so but they're going to Roku, be in, what, what do we call portrait mode? I don't know the dimensions of portrait mode on your phone. It must have a dimension. It's not 16 by 9. It's not 4 by 3. It's 9 by 16. Okay, 9 by 16. So 9 by 16 on your TV is going to look really whack. So what, how do they do that? They just have a little thin strip on your TV. Here's my idea for the interface. You put the nine by 16 in the middle and to the left of it is the one you just saw. You, and then to the right of it are like the next three to come. So they like are preloading and you can see what the next three recommendations are. So somebody make that for me, a, you know, five, five across nine by 16 of it. I would, I would check that out. Actually, I think that'd be pretty cool. Because, you know, sometimes watching TikToks together is kind of fun. But I don't, they're not going to actually put TikToks though. Well. Like what they're saying is they're going to allow partners to embed content so that when you go to the Roku homepage, yes. things will start streaming TikTok style and they'll be like promotional or like this is the buzz or whatever. So when I'm in my maximum efficiency mode and I'm just there and I'm like trying to get to HBO Max, a bunch of stuff is going to start playing. I only watch one TikTok. And I'm going to be annoyed. I have one ticket time and I'm uh, having a meeting with this uh, individual uh, next week or maybe this week. It's called Chef's Reaction. We don't want to watch talk about the news Chef's today. Reaction. Let's just just watch TikTok. this. This is the greatest account on TikTok. Oh, well, I already know I'm not sponge worthy. So let's see how much I hate myself oh, by yeah, the end of guy. this video. Yeah. Like this guy is an artist, a genuine artist, a master. I said it before, an evil genius. Like, look how many steps are involved just to make this one dessert. Yet some is going to complain when it costs like twelve ninety nine. Ooh, passion fruit. Not a huge fan of passion fruit. It's a texture thing for me. The flavor is fine, but just the texture. I just, I don't know. I don't like it. In this, I would, I would eat it though. So what he does is, <laughs> they just anytime you see a cooking video uh, on TikTok, you just put at chef's reactions, and then he watches them. And he's a chef. I won't dox him, but. Um, and uh, he's, the most he's making a living as a chef. And then he mm -hmm. started reacting. So he's not got a million people. I was like, this guy's so brilliant that there's a business in here. I don't know what the business is. He's, he's doing merch. I bought a hat. So everybody go buy, if you hear my voice, go to Chef's Reaction, just buy a hat or a t-shirt or something. But I think this guy's brilliant because what he'll do when he reacts to these things, Molly, is he will say, oh, you're, you're cutting your chicken on a wood board. Okay, now you're cutting your onions on the same board. And he's giving, he's criticizing, as he is uniquely qualified to do as a chef, the technique or praising. And then he gives a score. And he's like, six out of 10, I would eat it, uh, but I hate myself for eating it. Or he's like, 10 out of 10, you know, I'll never be that person, but uh, you know, this is obviously incredible. And you just get a sense of what good food is and what good technique is. It's almost like going to, it's almost like being in the kitchen with like 10 chefs and Anthony Bourdain's there with, you know, whoever, 
and uh, Martha Stewart, and they're just watching other chefs cook and critiquing them. I like how I he's like, it. I mean, this is a time-honored YouTube construct, by the way, the like video critique of another video. And it's sort of the most genius way to make money and get views. What's yeah. great about Meta. this guy is that he is, in fact, such an expert. Like a lot of times it's just, I mean, to be fair, when YouTubers critique other YouTubers, that's... They are an expert at that craft, right? And so that's, it's, but this is like, I always, I think that this particular art form, creator art form is so fascinating because you don't actually really even have to do that much work. You just go find stuff. And I mean, it's literally like, it's the evolution of the art critic or the theater critic. It's just like, oh. This one is, he always responds to that uh, pastry chef who makes unbelievable pastries for events. Yeah. So like he will make, he made a robotic arm for a robot company. And he literally made the hinges and made the robotic arm out of chocolate. And you could move the arm around. Like, it's crazy. But what's better, it was when Chef Reactions roast somebody. Chill, my guy. Oh, for f- sakes. <laughs> like, is it worth saving 10, 15 minutes of time to make this? F- I bet it doesn't taste good. Textural nightmare. It even sounds Zero. Zero. <laughs> that was like a quick one, but sometimes Textural he roasts people. Nightmare. He just goes in. It's pretty awesome. But this is what Roko should do. Roko should go to a guy like him yep. and say, we just pick 20 of these great TikTokers and say, we'll give you $1,000 a month. So that's 20000 a month, 250 k a year. It's not a lot. But we'll give you $1,000 a month if we can feature your stuff here. I Without mean, the TikTok logo, just the plan, with our yeah. Roku logo. $1,000 right. a month each, 20 of you. And so then when you go there, you put the best of TikTok in between the clips of the other partners, right? Um, yeah. But do we I really do want that those TikTokers though? would appreciate the money. Yeah. And sure. you'd have, people would open their, people become addicted to open their TikTok, uh, opening their Roku. Because mm-hmm. there would just be good stuff to watch. Yeah, exactly. If it all feels like ads, if it all feels like, oh, stars, like a stars preview, that's annoying. But if it is like, great content and you can watch this kind of interstitial while you think about what you want to watch or just only watch that and then get tired and go to bed which is what i'm doing on my phone anyway and that hurts my neck so like <laughs> well, let me have it on my big tv <laughs> now you're going to associate opening your roku with laughing yeah so- totally with being entertained so this is the way i would do it i would play five pure content tiktoks for every one amc walking dead preview Mm-hmm. Or, you know, BET or Hallmark movie nonsense, right? Because those are going to be really terrible. Yeah. We need to get Chef's reaction on the British baking shows. That would be pretty great. That would be hysterical. Yeah. That's what Roku should do. Roku should pay Roku him. should pay him to make Roku original content. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, Nick, you're a genius. You're yep. a programming they genius. Crossovers. They should do a crossover. Here are shows on Roku about cooking. And here's Chef reacting to them. Click here to watch that episode. Oh my God, Nick, you're a programming well, genius. Well, imagine if Roku just said like, hey, we have, like, if Netflix is like, okay, we want to promote Best British Baking Show. And then Roku was like, okay, we have these six TikTok food creators on retainer mm-hmm. that do reaction videos. Yes. Here's the metrics from each of them. Which one do you want to choose to react to these things? And then they could do different ad campaigns based on who they have available. That's, I think, And the worse it is, and the more they roast them, the better the click-through is going to be probably, to watch the episode, yeah. probably. So you just let them go ham. All right, everybody on the phone today is Open Phones founder, Darina Kulia. Welcome to the program, Darina. Thanks, Jason. Great to be here. Now, what mistakes do most founders make with phone numbers in their startups? Great question. First one is they use their personal phone number for their business. And it's an easy mistake to make because you don't necessarily think about it much. You know, you incorporate your company, you put your phone number, there's all these forms you fill out. It varies quickly goes from being your personal number to being the number for the company. And when that happens, there are all these data aggregators and all kinds of services that take your number and put it everywhere. Yeah. Suddenly now there is this uptick in spam text messages. It's the worst. Yeah. And people just wonder like, how are others getting my number? Well, let me tell you, you put it in different places and it kind of uh, snowballed from there. So that's the first mistake. Yes. The second, which is initially the, as a founder, you're the salesperson. You're the only sales, sales rep. 
And then you hire a first sales rep. And sometimes founders let that person use their personal oh. phone number. Oh no. That number, the data, everything that happens is just fully belongs to the sales rep. And if that person leaves, you lose the entire history with your customers. Yeah. And then what if that sales executive goes to a competitor? Exactly. Yep. Okay, everybody, Twist listeners can get 20% off any plan for their first six months at Open Phone. Just go to openphone.com slash twist. If you got an existing number, they'll port it right over for free. Head to O-P-E-N-P-H-O-N-E dot com slash twist today for 20% off. We do live in the future, Molly. We do. We live in the future. Uh, and we now have random chefs in between service <laughs> becoming, having a million followers. Like literally random chef from around the world is now reacting and is the got a million followers yeah and is becoming a brand this yep. is literally the future right that we all wanted is like talent rising to the top but there's other we live in the future items and monday we always like to do something positive every monday we're going to do we live in the future so if you have mm -hmm. we live in the future moments of course email producers at this week in startups.com what's on deck today moan this has been i think in the works for a while we live in the future in tractor land later this year so, you know, like autonomous driving in terms of cars, tiny bit of a stall, but John time. Deere is straight up stone cold rolling out self-driving tractors this year that Amazing. can plow fields by themselves and sprayers that can distinguish, I want to see this, weeds from crops. What? Love it. Can tell the difference? Easy. Yeah, computer fishing. Easy. Come on. Where's this company Why have we not invested in them? Love it. Well... Actually, I, mean, I did meet with a company that can that could autonomously weed. That's true. Those exist. Oh, it's a robot that smokes weed, you're saying? We definitely live in the future now. Can you imagine if there's like a robot that automatically smokes weed? No, this makes sense because um, oh if you think about computer vision, I, I showed on All In the other week, um, Root AI, which was a company we invested in that then got mm -hmm. bought by an App Harvest, another company that's doing vertical farming. But they were doing computer vision and it was one of the guys had um, figured out how to do arms at MIT, I believe it was, that were so sensitive that they could pick a cherry tomato. Now, a computer has better vision than a human. And you could have multiple cameras looking at a cherry tomato uh, plant. And it's very quickly, like a thousand times faster and more accurately than a human, going to be able to go beep, 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 beep. These ones are ready to be picked. And the arm is going to be able to navigate and pick those cherry tomatoes and leave the ones that need another day to ripen. And it can just go down, up and down. Now with this, that tractor has um, that big long arm behind it that's spraying pesticide. Now I wonder if what it's doing is, let's say there are 100 spigots on it. I'm just making a number up here. Maybe 50 is more reasonable. There's 50 spigots. And they're numbered 1 through 50. But there's a camera on the front aligned with those 50 spigots. Now it knows, hey, listen, there's a breakout over here of uh, weeds. We don't need to spray the whole field with pesticides. We can just do that area. So turn it on and off. I wonder if that's what it's doing. I mean, it's it like sounds computer like vision. what they're describing. Yeah. And if that is, wow. if that's the case, that would be phenomenal because we do. I've talked to a couple of ag tech companies who have explained to me that we way overuse of pesticide because nobody because farmers don't know and it's really hard to pinpoint like there's one company that is developing seeds that have biomarkers in them so that if they start to get a mold or a pest infestation they glow like mm -hmm. an infrared color that you can see from satellites Whoa. so you can see it from overhead like oh there's this glow glowing yellow blob crazy so you need to you know target spray there stop the infestation so you don't have to just spray and pray and hope for the best and and it, you poison people and also you just use too much pesticide which uses like all these you know chemicals that are uh, all contributors to climate change so the idea that you could be doing this as you are tractoring like all day every day in agriculture is huge it would be massively impactful this is a great idea this is also mm -hmm. happening with the use of fertilizer mm -hmm. and taking soil samples so you know you look at all the soil and you're like well, where should we put the fertilizer and they're like okay we took a sample we're gonna lay it down okay well what if you took a hundred samples right. and you said we're gonna make custom soil and you know these 10 need this type of custom fertilizer these 50 need another version and the other 40 need nothing now 
yeah, Pattern AG. Pattern AG. Is mm-hmm. a company we invested in um, with Freeberg. Uh, it's one of Freeberg's Climacorp companies and the syndicate.com invested in it. It wasn't a climate syndicate one, although could arguably fall into that. Um, but well, anyway. We, we'll talk about that in the future because we yeah. do sometimes get some of those from there and then they would be yeah. great for that. Um, yeah, but Pattern AG, it's like a lab and data provider for doing soil analysis and like sort of trying to deeply and analyze the... It's it's all about at the end of the day regenerative agriculture and being able to like use soil more efficiently. Super yeah, interesting. Pretty cool homepage. Uh, Pattern ag. I guess the ag domain is out now. I didn't know we had an ag domain happening here. But oh yeah, yeah God, pull up the screen like so always. just give them a little shout out since they have a good looking website. Whenever our portfolio companies have a beautiful website with a looped video, we should totally show the page because <laughs> it looks good <laughs> during the show. But shout out to Pattern ag doing that. Here's Pattern ag's home. Your soil oh, yeah, is really. talking. It's mm-hmm. time to listen. Pattern AG offers the most advanced soil analysis to optimize your crop protection and fertil- uh, fertility plans. So they do two things, Molly. If you're looking to have babies, they also are doing that. So they've got a fertility clinic for humans and they're doing, oh, no, wait, that's for fertility for plants, not for humans. Sorry. <laughs> Somebody's dad did is I, in here. Did I make Am you laugh? I right? Did I, make, I, did I get a laugh? That's it. I just, that's why I come every week. I just come here to see if I can get you to chuckle. I just make... Nothing. I'm like a 12 year old boy. It started into a, it started as a disgusted snort and turned into actual hysteria. I'm like, a t- I'm still the same 12 to 15 year old boy. This is what I was able to make <laughs> girls laugh in high school. God bless America. A breezy point. Ooh. I can make a girl laugh. <laughs> it was like, wow, this is amazing. I can get attention from girls by telling a joke. Let's do it. It's, and thus the career. Um, <laughs> and, and done. And done. It literally Ooh. is for guys out there. Who are short, fat, <gasps> bald, My God. otherwise not able to score with chicks. I highly <laughs> recommend just try to be funny. And the noties are like red flag. Like, red, is it a red flag right here? <laughs> kind of feel like I'm like a good uncle explaining to you how to be a normal a guy. I feel like this is good <laughs> advice. Like this stop playing advice. video games. Take a girl on a date. Make people kill laugh. You. Make them make laugh. laugh. Make them feel special. Maybe. Come on. Sorry. Sorry if I'm old school. <laughs> and, and dad jokes work dad jokes mm. my daughter's right, now we have another are, we actually have and this oh, is what kind of monday it is we have a double whammy we live in the future we do it's just that. by the way and i also try to make my daughters laugh so the this the dad joke i've been doing for now 10 years with them they request it so <laughs> the bill comes at the restaurant mm-hmm. i ask for the check i open the bill this is me opening the bill Let's pretend this is like the sleeve the bill comes in. Got it. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. And then I look at it and I go, oh my God. $14 for bread? Who, who ordered a fourth bottle of Pellegrino? $18 worth of Pellegrino? You couldn't just have the tap water? And I just do this. And sometimes if I really want to do it next level, I do it until the waiter comes over and notices. And they're like, sir, is there something wrong? And I'm like, you guys charge for bread? He's like, we don't charge for bread, sir. And I'm like, oh, okay, I misread the bill. I'm just joking. Like, George love it. Uh, Do you send him back in the kitchen? Like, you guys are going to have to work. I'm sorry. I didn't bring enough money funny. for this. It's a, pretty, it's a great hilarious. joke. It's a classic. It's a classic. I, if you want to make people laugh, I suggest you do this, but don't tell them you're going to do it. Just go ahead and do it at your next dinner and report back to me. And maybe take a video and make a TikTok out of it. It's a classic dad joke. If you have classic dad jokes, I'm, I love to hear classic Bro. dad gags <laughs> and jokes. But you should just take that and do it. You know, and then just, but you have to lean into this joke. I know, you got to be able to sell it. I can't make people uncomfortable. You have way. to be willing to make people uncomfortable. It's yeah. sort of like, who is that comedian who died um, recently who used to do SNL's oh, news yeah. update? Norm, Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald. I've been yeah. watching some Norm Mac- You know, you get down the rabbit hole on YouTube and I, I just clicked on a couple of Norm McDonald's when he died and I get them once hilarious. in a while. He makes people so uncomfortable. Yeah, I can't. And the last five years, he knew he was dying, and he leaned into, like, I'm going to make people really uncomfortable. And, man, it is super uncomfortable, his comedy. We we have been watching uh, Impractical Jokers, which Nick and I discussed. Wait, is Impractical Jokers the um, puppets? No. It's like four dumb, dumb friends who go out and challenge each other to make people uncomfortable in public. That's always dangerous. It's you, you would think I am shocked. What you discover watching this show is how much people will put up with in public. It's phenomenal. 
So it'll, and it's a, you know, it's, it's like, you gotta say thing. whatever, like it'll have two guys in a back room and two guys in a shoe store pretending to be the, the, you know, workers at the shoe store. And it's like, you have to say whatever we feed you through your earpiece, no matter what it is. Oh no. Oh yeah. That's so brutal. You're doomed. You're going to watch it. There's nine seasons of this. And it did become a genre. On, it'll be like, you got to go yeah. take food off of people's plate at a buffet. Just take, and they go and they just like pluck food off people's plate. And oh people are like, God, you be careful, man. Like. From where I'm from, like that stuff don't fly. <laughs> you would think. Turns out people are very docile. Let's, Let's talk moving. about our other uh, We Live in the Future that we may have a second or one. may not doubling be. Down. We're doubling down Go. on We Live in the Future because we're so excited to either visit this or watch it all unravel as a giant <laughs> scam. A Canadian architectural company is pitching a moon-themed resort to Middle Eastern and North African countries. The architectural company called Moon World Resorts, Inc., or MWR, is pitching the idea of a $5 billion resort that literally looks like the moon. Wait a second. It's just a big old moon. You're saying they're putting a resort on the moon? No, no. Nope. They're building just, they're gonna build a version the of the, the moon. Planet. I see. I see it. I'm looking at the picture now. It's like the Eiffel Tower in Vegas, except it's the moon, and it would be Dubai scale, so like super gigantic. It is expected to have an overall height of 735 feet. Now, for like reference, it. the Salesforce Tower is 1,070 feet, so a little, you know, shorter than that. But this thing's like, wait, this is like 80 stories high or something you're telling me? Yeah. Is it hollow or is there and hotel rooms in it? 80 stories wide, too. Hotel is it rooms. empty? It's hotel rooms. So you live inside the moon. You live in the moon. But the outside of it is designed to look and lighted like the moon in terms of the craters and everything. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Well, okay. So, but the then company, you have a win Do you have windows? I guess they're one-sided windows, so you can look out. I guess they they're probably disguised windows, or uh -huh. maybe they're going for the full like moon experience, and you live in like you're like in little burrows, you know, and you pretending you have artificial air. I mean, uh -huh. you could really like do it up and make it like a moon colony. I say just make it hollow. And then have it be like a giant hollow experience inside that you can walk around like a spiral staircase and put cafes in it. But I don't want to be in a hotel. You're not going to make enough money that way. You're, you need a oh. you need sky villas with private okay. residences inside the superstructures disc buildings. What can I do on the outside of the structure? Am I going to be able to rappel down it? That would be amazing if you could do like a moonwalk on the outside. That's what I'm saying. They should give you boots that are magnetic, yeah. and you should be able to walk around the surface of the moon. That's that amazing. Would be fun. There I'm is a up the idea. Mock up from the company's website showing uh, this big old moon. The idea is that they say they'll build this in 48 months and attract two and a half million space enthusiasts every year to experience, quote, affordable space tourism. No, that's dumb. That's not what you're doing. What you're doing is you're creating an Instagrammable moment where a bunch of Instagram people can take a picture in front of this and say, look, I'm on the moon. Look, or if I'm they could the walk on the top of it, then you could get like a serious camera of like, I'm walking on the moon in a moon suit. You're creating this an Instagrammable moment. This has nothing to do with going to space. Kind of like, in. this is like the least built out website I've ever seen too. So this is one of those uh, where we live in the future, but the future might just be like a huge money laundering operation. We're not totally This sure. is a lame. But I love, I mean, I'm kind of obsessed with Dubai in this way, how they just like, build yeah. whatever right it's like how vegas used to just build whatever like yeah we built this huge sure you know pyramid the, the luxor and you can see it from space and whatever and da, 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 da. And so they're like we're just gonna build a moon in dubai honestly that wouldn't shock me i just yeah i mean i like it aesthetically i guess yeah but I, don't I don't like the way they're selling it i don't know um I guess they didn't want to do the sun and just have everybody be incinerated into a fiery ball and <laughs> Like, come stay at the sun. Well, just, it's really hot inside. You can do Bikram Once yoga. Once you have the moon, you could start doing other planets all around the world, though, which would be kind of cool. Because uh, then you, oh, if you got all the planets in and the moon and then yeah. a little Jupiter and then, or a little baby, uh, a little baby Pluto. And you could like, you could spend a year staying in all of them. It would become like a tour. This is we the, live in the past. The this is the world. This is we live in the past. This is Epcot Center. This is uh, the World's Fair, which I wish yeah. we had a World's Fair again. But we this is fair. This is living in the past. What I think we should have mm. a much more interesting idea is to put a hotel on the moon. That's going to be dope. Uh, yes, but I'm go, I also, by the way, I'm going to the moon. <laughs> I've made a right exactly. I'm like you're going to the moon. 
I mean, they do they do make the the good point that twelve people twelve people have been to the moon. We can't even get you know. I'm Gina going when I'm sixty. Artemis. Apparently, so when I'm sixty. Okay. Well, that sounds great for you. I will be in Dubai. I will be in the Dubai version. I think it's going to be. We'll have regular trips to the moon for civilians. In ten years, yep, she's not going to have a luxury hotel. We can do a bet. Let's years. do a long bet. Long okay. bet right now. Great. I'm going to set the over under that tourists mm -hmm. can land on the moon. Uh, that that's it. A tourist, somebody who pays, mm -hmm. can put their feet on the moon. In I'm going to set the over under at twenty thirty two. Okay. That a tourist, a paid passenger, not mm -hmm. an astronaut, puts their feet on the moon. Do you take the over or the under, Mo? I think I'm setting a great line here, Nick. And Nick and Rachel, you're in on this too for a hundy. It's a hundy each. Over, yeah, but you under. just took the under. No, no, no. I set the line. I, oh, I might take the action the on line. either side. I'm, I just want to get everybody's over under. So land, see if I set a good line. Literally land on the moon. I'm going to go over. You're going to say over. Okay, Nick, mm -hmm. you got over under. 2032. Are you just are you just landing? You're landing and your like feet you're not doing are anything. Touching. Your feet are touching and then you fly back. That's it. Well, I you mean, have we, to we make it a very specific back. So get I out the we Neil Armstrong. It. You're landed on the moon. You so just bop out. It could be that your feet actually touch the surface or you're in a moon base or your capsule lands on the moon. Any of those counts Isn't as being on the moon. Isn't this kind of like we live in the past? We did this 50 years ago. Like I, love I know, we haven't done it since. So in 1969, we can't even get Artemis off the off the launch pad right that now. That might have so. been also CGI. Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Even though CGI didn't exist, that might have been CGI. <laughs> Can you imagine you're like such a maniac that you believe that the moonar landing was... I mean, Literally. I will say I'm feeling like kind of a maniac right now. And Nick points out we did this 60 years ago and I still am like, I'm taking the over. Like that is we're, kind we're of, clearly capable of doing it. It's just a matter of like if do we have the will to do it. <laughs> exactly. We, we have the ability. That's been proven. Wow. Do we have the will to do it? Because let's face it, not much happened last time. Although there, there is a new rub. I don't know if you saw that other story that came out this yes, weekend. Yes, I did. I'm super into the story the China one. About how they, dis they discovered it. a new mineral. There was a story that said that China is really ramping up its uh, moon operations because they have discovered this new, They not not only they, it was like they became the third country to discover this new mineral that could potentially Brown. be used as a future energy source. It's like a type of hydrogen, I think. Hold on, let me look it up. Yeah, it's called like some hydrogen three or something. So yeah. it was an insider. So who knows? You know, they, they tend to rewrite stories from like some other news insider. I'd say it was first reported by Bloomberg. Yeah, nine. Oh, was it? Okay, because yep. a lot of times they'll just insiders game is to take a story behind a paywall and rewrite it in bullet points. Right. So I don't know the origin Which of the story. Fair. Sometimes it's like a Chinese news site. So I think they have some Chinese folks. But uh, in this case, Bloomberg evidently it was in fact. It was in Bloomberg. Okay. So Bloomberg. It's called and helium Bloomberg said three. it's called helium three. It contains helium three. It contains helium three. Um, the samples were reti retrieved by China's Chang'e 5 mission, and they call this mineral Chang site. It's a colorless, transparent columnar crystal said to contain helium-3, an isotope that's been speculated as a future energy source. And so China's space agency is going to, I think they're trying to do three moon missions. This missions. is what they want to get. They want to get this element. You knew this was going to happen. Oh, yeah. Because what are the chances space that mining. every element in the world is pre in the universe mm -hmm. is on our planet? Right. That would seem Zero. unlikely. There must be things out there that are not part of our planet, right? They're like planets where it rains diamonds and stuff. I mean, yeah, there's tons of stuff out there that's not. It must be things. If it's part of our planet, it's in teeny, 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 teeny quantities. Ah, that's another possibility, right? Yeah. So there must be minerals, elements, whatever that exist on other things. So the question is, why are they not on our planet? Because our planet is only one small subset of elements in the universe. Mm -hmm. And then what happens when we bring it to our planet and introduce it? Because that also seems fraught with possibilities. Like maybe there's things that it's if all we're on our stuff, planet. That's scary. Helium-3 is not new, but apparently this mineral is somewhat new. Yeah. Right. Awesome. What could, I mean, this is what, what they've been saying. Like, well, I mean, I, I think this is like the beginning of like at least two dozen horror films is that some element or end or goo, you know, is found. And then somebody decides to touch it and take their mask off. Right. Which always seems like, really? You're that guy? You gotta that touch it. Is when I checked out of that movie, that Prometheus about movie. Prometheus? Yes. When the guy's like, as "Oh, soon, look at this cute little 
I don't know. It looks kind of like a viper, like a snake, but with it. bigger teeth. Oh, let me yeah. just go say hi to it. It's like, Doo. and then the second one where they detour to a planet that's not on their agenda and then land on that planet and promptly take their helmets off. Like yeah. I was like, nope. That's always my favorite. They're like, I'm done. Oh, look, oxygen readings. Let's take our let's take our protective gear off. And I'm like, yeah. really, really? Costs nothing to keep it on. They're like, yeah, but aesthetically, this movie's going to suck if we're all in helmets and you have to hear us through like a space microphone. So for the sake of the audience, we're taking our helmets off. Right. It's like, oh, Even okay, that makes more sense. We're scientists and we definitely do know about things like microbes and bacteria and viruses, but mm. we would just mm. pop them off. No problem. We're, just, we're taking them off. I mean, it, I mean, do you want to watch a whole movie where they have their, you know, head things on? It's kind I of mean, boring. Exactly. It's, it's no good. No good. All right. Listen, this has been Monday. We got through it together. We did it. We got a big I week. I feel better. I feel better. I'm ready for the week now. I can do it. All right. Enough fun for today. But we have more. Don't worry. There is much more fun coming up. We've got a whole packed week, as always, the final segment of the Blueprint, another Great. crypto roundtable. It's merge week. Mm. The ETH merge is happening. It is officially kicked off. So Sonny and Vinny are back from the playa. They both were at Burning Man. I did not hang with them in their crypto yurt. We will get a report on the crypto yurt life in there was some crypto stuff going down on the playa, I'm sure. Oh no, they God. were both there though. I saw from their social media. Cannot even wait. Crypto plus Burning Man. Like that's those two circles overlapping is <laughs> just great. We do live in the future. We yes, yes, we do.